Uh, joining us on the line to discuss is uh, Professor Jonathan Portis, uh, Senior Fellow of the UK in the Changing Europe. He's on the line now. Good afternoon to you, sir. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Jonathan. So, um, I mean, it's, we, do, we do have to frame this discussion, I think, in the light of what I'm receiving uh, from my colleagues down in Westminster, uh, which is a sort of uh, a growing sense that a deal may be imminent. <laughs> I don't know what your thoughts are on that first. Um, well, I think uh, that, uh, as, as has been the case so often during this process, um, journalists and politicians in Westminster have actually got somewhat ahead of what's happening in Brussels. And in terms of the negotiations, it's the latter that matters. And I think you'll find that informed journalists in uh, um, Brussels, while they think we're closer to deal than we were four days ago, uh, still think that it's quite a long way off and that there are still big gaps between the two sides. Essentially, this is because the EU hasn't really changed its position on the need to avoid a hard border in Northern Ireland while keeping yeah. the single market intact. Um, and the UK keeps on coming up with um, <laughs> new ideas. And it is fair to say that Boris Johnson's latest new idea, which is completely different from the new idea he had just two weeks ago, <laughs> is a lot closer to what the EU might find acceptable. But since he only made it up last week, in the course of his <laughs> conversation with Le with the Irish Taoiseach Leo Varadkar, no one really knows what it means. So, well, can, understandably, can just... the civil servants are saying, well, okay, this sounds good, but could you give us maybe a bit of detail here? What's really going to happen? Well, Kevin and myself, I, I, maybe we're, we're, we're in, we've got it wrong, but we're, we're sort of lumbering under the, 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 the view that that it's the same deal as Theresa May's, broadly speaking. Um, no, uh, and I think that's a, a big, big mistake which people are making um, because people are focusing very, very much on the Northern Ireland aspects of this. Yes. Uh, because that's where the big roadblock is to getting a deal. Um, and, of course, that's hugely important politically. But actually, economically, um, it's not what really matters, of course, because Northern Ireland's only a very smart of the UK economy. And in terms of what happens to us, uh, and that means Scotland and England and Wales, um, what Johnson is proposing is completely different from May's deal. Right. In particular... I was going to say, yeah. well, this brings us to the figures I, I, I mentioned yeah. in, uh, in yeah, today's that's... Guardian, which I, I think have come uh, via your organisation, UK and a Change correct. Europe. And, and, and it's basically different scenarios that you've you, you taken a view of. Perhaps you could talk the listeners through them. Yes. Well, I think the important thing that, is that what Theresa May was proposing, and it's very complicated what she proposed, but it essentially meant that we would have stayed in the EU's customs union. So we would have she wanted close things. links, didn't she? She wanted to keep everything she nice close and close. Links. She yeah. close links. We'd have stayed in the customs union and we'd have had um, a pretty comprehensive free trade deal with the EU and we'd have agreed to stick pretty closely, not exactly the same, but pretty closely to EU standards on things like the environment, health and safety, labour laws, and so on. Um, what Johnson is proposing is completely different. We'd leave the customs union and we'd have complete freedom to change our own environmental and safety standards and labour laws. And that in turn means that the EU is very unlikely to want to do a really comprehensive free trade deal with us. Um, so the net result would be that the barriers to our trade um, with the rest of the, with the EU after Brexit under Johnson's plan would be much, much greater than those under May's plan. And that's what we've tried to explain and to, um, as best we can, oh, because obviously... It just dropped you know, out, I don't know whether uh, you can yeah. still hear us or not. But I, I, mean, some I, of I can hear you. 
Yeah. Oh, you can hear us fine. So okay. I'm looking at, it, it's, it's figures of income per capita. Uh, and you had yeah. under May's deal, Theresa May's deal, income per capita would drop 1.7%. The figure, equivalent figure for Johnson's deal, as it, as we understand it today, is 2.5%. Uh, and a World Trade Organization, uh, Brexit, you know, no, no deal Brexit, 3.3% down. And that's just purely, uh, on trade. And then you look yeah. at figures, uh, when you take into effect things like productivity. Yes, that's right, and that pushes all those numbers up by quite a bit. Yes, yes, quite a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, 4.9, 6.4, and 8.1% respectively. That's so, right. So, you know, uh, there's a, 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 a bit of a, a bit more, a uh, bit more light between Theresa May and Boris Johnson's mm -hmm. deal under the, the scenario where you factor in productivity as well as trade. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and, and these are, I mean, First of all, I should, we should emphasize these are numbers over the long run. It's not that suddenly we're going to get poorer um, as a result of this. It means it will, will grow more slowly over the next two, three, five, ten years um, uh, uh, compared to what would happen if we remained in the EU. Um, but we would, it does mean that the net impact of Brexit is that it makes us considerably poorer. And that's more true of Johnson's deal than, or Johnson's proposal than May's deal. Um, just for the benefit uh, of my Brexiteer friends, um, is there any deal that could be, we could strike that would be better uh, than the deal we currently have as members of the EU? Um, it's pretty difficult from an area. There are all sorts of other considerations to take into account when you decide what you think about Brexit. But from an economic point of view, it's really hard because we are part of you know what we have at the moment means that there are no barriers to trade between the UK and uh, by far our largest trading partners and as well as that as part of the EU we also have a number of trade deals with third countries um, and the EU is pursuing various more so it's pretty you know given that Brexit means inevitably greater tra barriers between the UK and the EU it's just a question of how much greater it's almost impossible to see how you offset that by gains in other areas you might be able to make through Brexit, such as, for example, having a, a trade deal with the US. Um, and no. no one, there's not really any credible economist or credible forecast which suggests it will be better off outside the EU than in. That's what I wanted to uh, just check with you. Yes, thank you. Uh, Professor Jonathan Portis, I, I have to say I wasn't surprised by what you just told me, but I suspect some of my Brexiteer friends maybe 